This is a Diet of Brussels. In this episode, I want to just think a bit about uh, the interview with uh, Jacqueline Miner from the Commission. This is quite different from the other interviews we've done so far in that the Commission is clearly bound by law and by practice and indeed by common sense from uh, campaigning in either the uh, referendum or indeed in the renegotiation. So there's a a strong... uh, framework which is constraining what the Commission can do. Now, now clearly there are going to be people within the Commission, uh, not least uh, Jean-Claude Juncker, its president, who uh, have opinions, who, who have an outcome that they'd like to see, which is uh, that the UK stays in. But um, under the terms of uh, the treaties, that's something that they can't do uh, in their activities, that they can't be seen to be uh, fighting for one outcome or the other. So the language that uh, Jacqueline is using is very much one about supporting, facilitating, helping find solutions of the negotiations between member states. And certainly this whole issue around the way in which the Commission is seen, and for a lot of people in the UK they see it as uh, a political agent as one that is trying to produce uh, particular outcomes. And in a somewhat banal sense, the politics is everywhere kind of argument, that's true. But uh, it does uh, try to to not get involved, not least because that kind of involvement often is seen as counterproductive. And we touched upon that really with the, the propaganda question that for a lot of people in the UK, any uh, contribution from the Commission of any kind is seen as uh, propaganda and as uh, very partisan. Now, the difficulty here is that on the one hand, the Commission has a duty to explain what it does and how it works and how the European Union works. Um, but that's not the same as uh, explaining the politics of the situation. So for a lot of sceptics in the UK, the frustration is that uh, it doesn't expose or talk about the tensions, the the ideological splits, the member state splits uh, over particular policies. It can only talk about what the outcome is, which necessarily uh, sounds rather boosterish. It says, we do this policy and that policy and we produce funding for this and funding for that. And so it looks very much like, look how useful we are, look at all the wonderful things we do. Alongside that, I think there's another very interesting element in uh, talking with Jacqueline, which is this notion of uh, complacency, the the misplaced sense of uh, it will be all right in uh, Brussels that she talked about as being uh, an issue, certainly in the uh, early uh, phase of this renegotiation. If we look at the history of referenda, and if you go back through the uh, early episodes, we can see... Uh, a bit what uh, happened there and something we can talk about a bit more we can see that the referenda on European questions on treaty ratifications where uh, the government lost uh, were almost all characterised by the sense of it, it will be fine, people will see the sense of it all, they'll see that there isn't really an option, everyone else is doing it, we'll be fine uh, Ireland is a very good case of that, both with Nice and then again with Lisbon, uh, that um, people don't necessarily respond well to being told, well, this is just the way it's going to be. 
And certainly if you look at somewhere like the Netherlands in 2005, where the Dutch voted down the constitutional treaty, a big motivation behind that, according to research, was exactly that people just felt that the government was taking them for granted. So in that case, uh, that uh, there has been some... Uh, acknowledgement that things aren't just going to be fine and people will uh, see the light and see the sense is probably an indication that uh, the in-campaign uh, is likely to be more hard-fought than in those uh, cases uh, I've just mentioned. At the same time, it does point to some of the complacencies that uh, exist within the uh, the leave uh, the Remain camp that, for them, uh, they think that they've won the argument because we're in and people tend to stick to the status quo. And whether that assumption is uh, precisely that an assumption is something that I think will become increasingly clear in the coming months.